0: Well, hello, this is Marnie Clark, your host of Listen Loudly, and I wanted to start by sharing something that happened to me last week. Um, You know, caller ID is a beautiful thing, and it's, it's really hard for me to remember a day when I couldn't screen my calls. I mean, it's just so very helpful on so many levels. Um... And this extrovert, I mean, I like to talk, but sometimes you just need caller ID. And last week, caller ID came to my rescue because I looked down at my cell phone and I saw that I had an incoming call from Egypt. Um, Now, I guess it lists where the call's coming from. Since I don't know anyone in Egypt, you know, I'm thinking I probably dodged either, you know, it could have just been an annoying sales pitch. It could have been something more sinister like, some potential scam, whatever it was, I knew I was preventing myself from losing time that I would never get back. And I was very thankful for that. But as I was looking down at this call coming in, I sensed the Lord telling me, Egypt's calling, don't answer. And I knew he was talking about another Egypt. He was not talking about this... um, annoying call that I was able to dodge. So you know in the Old Testament God delivered the Israelites out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of slavery. Um, You know in Exodus 21 through 3 it says and God spoke all these words saying I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. And so, you know, everyone's Egypt is different. There's um, There are so many Egypts out there, so many things that want to enslave us. And um, a lot of times it's addiction. Um, it can be any kind of sin. My particular Egypt, the Egypt that has haunted me for most of my life, the one that keeps calling me back and I keep um, saying, no, no, you know, Is striving for perfection in my Christian walk. And it can sneak up on me so gradually because I really, really, really know. I have had years and years and years of wonderful Bible teaching where I have been told countless times. That it is by grace we are saved. There is nothing we can do to earn God's favor. There's nothing we can do to make God love us more. And yet, this Egypt just keeps calling me. And it starts out, you know, with very good intentions. It's like I'm starting out by saying, God, I want to know you more. I want to spend more time with you. I want to hear your voice, and it just starts as as wanting a closer relationship with God. And then I read the Bible, and I read the Bible more and more, and I, and and you know, you see how holy God is, and the closer you get to God, you see how unworthy um, we are apart from Jesus, and then the tendency is to just start trying harder. And if I'm not careful, careful, I can easily slip into trying to earn God's love by trying to be perfect. And so I'm just going to read Galatians 3, 2 through 3. It says, let me ask you this. Um, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish having begun by the Spirit? Are you now being perfected by the flesh? And then on down to uh, chapter 5, verse 1, it's, it was for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. <laughs> don't answer the phone when Egypt's calling. Just don't do it. That's what I felt the Lord telling me. Um, you know, God delivered the Israelites out of the land of Egypt. And for some reason, they kind of just kept wanting to go back. Um, Egypt was what they knew. And, um, you know, there are there are verses in the Bible where, where the prophets are saying, don't go back to Egypt, don't go back to Egypt. And even when they were leaving Egypt and they were facing these trials, um, the Israelites were angry with Moses and they're going, have you brought us out here to die? I mean, you know, we could have we would have been better off staying as slaves. And um so sometimes it's scary. You know, sometimes when you um are in your Christian walk and things are starting to go wrong, maybe you're having trials, um whatever's going on, you're just like, "Okay, well, let me just try harder. Let me just try harder." You know, striving must be in the DNA, just the DNA of our flesh. Um, Because we really think if we try harder to keep God's laws, then he will be pleased with us and love us more. You know, those thoughts of, you know, if you're a real Christian, then you would do this. I know you say but you believe, but like, if you really loved God, you wouldn't have done that. You know, and You know what that, that's the accuser of the brethren, as he is called, as Satan is called in Revelation. He's hard at work. And let me just tell you, he will target you like he does me as you seek to have a closer relationship with God. But we have all the power to stand against that, to not answer. He's already defeated. So... You know, but in the midst of it, it, it's easy to to take a step back and for me to go, oh, I see what's going on. But, you know, in the the busyness and the day-to-day, to quiet these voices, we might just try a little harder, you know. And as we begin to experience what we think is a little success in our striving for holiness, pride starts to creep in. So, we might be like, well... You know, now that I've quit doing this and I've started doing this and I have this ministry and that ministry, you know, well, then we're being prideful. And then we faced a whole new battle against critical judgmental thoughts about other people, about other believers as we start to focus on their imperfections. Because, you know, the more critical we are of ourselves, a lot of times it bleeds over. May every time, I don't know. For me it does. For me it does. The the meaner I am to myself, the worse thoughts I start having about other people. Well, clearly maybe they're not where they need to be either, you know? And so but then we I we realize that we are sinning once again. You know? We wake up one day and realize we're a slave again to the law, the one that Christ already fulfilled on our behalf. So, you know, and then at this point, we might just be tempted to give up altogether. It's like, you know what? Life was a lot easier when I was just going through the motions. You know, I didn't feel this attacked and condemned before I made this big um this big run at wanting to get closer to God, at wanting to have all of his gifts and See his miracles and hear his voice, you know, just felt like I wasn't having this guilt and condemnation. Well, you know what? we just unclub we just uncover the enemy's plan right there, you know, so don't let him win, don't let him win um so if you look at um the Romans seven verse six and then the first part um of 8, 1 through 4, and then Romans Romans 8, 6, it says this. It says, But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we may serve in the new way of the Spirit, not in the old way of the written code. And then you go on to verse 8. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, In us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. And those verses are just so beautiful because they say what I've been trying to say this entire podcast is basically we can't do it. Like, we're never going to do it because then when we start doing it, then we become prideful, which is sin. And it is just, you know, I, I let, when Jesus said, he said, I did not come to abolish the law. It's not that God's laws are bad. They're wonderful. I mean, the psalmist says they're like honey from the honeycomb. They're so sweet. They're sweeter than that. Um, but we can't do it. I mean, we really can't. We can't do it on our own. Um, So Jesus came and fulfilled the law. And then we get that great exchange. We get to say, hey, here's my sin. You take that. You, You died for all of that on the cross. And then I get your righteousness that I get to wear as a robe around me. So that when God the Father looks at me, he sees Jesus and Jesus's righteousness. Because I couldn't do it on my own. And so, you know, our flesh, if we live in our flesh, our flesh wants to be justified in everything we do. Our flesh wants to be right. Our flesh wants to be better than our neighbor. Um, and, I, you know, ironically, though, we're more likely to keep God's commandments when we rest and walk in his spirit. You know, we don't want to really, you know, we think we want to be justified. We we make excuses and we go, well, technically, I was right in that situation. Well, the Bible says if we, you know, if we are trying to justify ourselves by the law, we're required to keep the entire law. So let me just tell you, I haven't kept the entire law. I won't be able to keep the entire law. So when I start trying to justify myself in any way, I'm like, it's just, it is, it is not helpful we're more likely to keep the commandments when we rest and walk in His Spirit. And this is so counterintuitive to our logical minds and to the way that the world tells us what to do. You know, it's like, don't we get better by trying harder? No, we really don't. We become holier as we give up and we surrender to the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. (sighs) Yeah, this is just, it's a really... It, we can sit back and I, as I just did and theologically tell you why, why this is true, why we can't keep the whole law, why Christ had to come and die for us, why we can rest. But the truth is, it's only through the power of his Holy Spirit that we are able to fully experience this peace. That's why in Romans 8, 6 that I read earlier Um, It says to set your mind on the Spirit is life and peace. And so when we are spending that time with God, but we're spending that time with Him from a place of acceptance, knowing that we're fully accepted. You know, I actually heard a talk today um, by Louis Giglio, and he talked about that we either live our life from a place of so that, or a place of because. So we either live our life from a place of, I'm going to do this so that I'm accepted. I'm going to do this so that God loves me. I'm going to read my Bible so that I'm a better Christian. Or we can live from a place of because I I am accepted because Christ died for me. Because Christ died for me, I'm accepted. Because I'm accepted, I don't have to compete. I don't have to compare. Because I'm accepted, I have peace. Because Christ died for me, I want to know him. I want to read my Bible. So it's that striving versus rest. You know, and so when we can, when we can experience God from a place of because, you know, from a place of victory, from a place of rest, it really is life, life changing, you know, and (laughs) the truth of the matter is if you are a Christian, if you are a believer then the devil knows he has lost the war for your soul. But, you know, he doesn't want you to take other people with you. And his only power is to lie to you. So when Satan is trying to lie to you, just don't answer your phone, you know? We don't have to listen to him. We don't have to listen to him. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy i came that they may have life and have it abundantly and i just thank god that we can live our life from a place of abundance because of that incredible great transfer that jesus gave us when he died so that we could have his righteousness so as we let all of that sink in Let's pray together and ask that God will let it sink deep into our hearts and not just be in our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, I just come before you right now and I just praise you that I can even come before you right now because of the atonement of Jesus' death on the cross. Thank you that I can start from a place of love and acceptance. Thank you that I don't have to bring anything to the table. There is nothing I have to do to earn your love. There's nothing I have to do to earn your acceptance. Thank you so much that all of these listeners are in the same boat if they have received Jesus. And I just pray that these words would sink deep in our hearts and that we would live our lives from a place of victory and rest and peace and not striving. In Jesus' name, amen.